Everybody has had a good weekend. I hope that you are progressing, that you're marking your progression, that you are celebrating your milestones. Even if you're not hitting your goals on pace, if you are making progress, you have a reason to celebrate. And I'm praying that you are actually celebrating as you progress. That's the thing. When you put in the work, when you plant the seeds, when you cultivate the seeds, when you put in your energy, your effort, your time, your focus, and, and, and your commitment, and you are moving, you are succeeding. It is not in the reaching of the milestone, it's in the movement towards the milestone. Every day you wake up and you're better than you were the day before is a reason to celebrate. Uh, don't get caught up in uh, bashing yourself or judging yourself because you didn't hit a goal long time. I can tell you something from me to you. I rarely, and I mean very rarely, hit my goals on time. And the reason that is, is because I set my goals so monstrously, so emphatic, so huge. Uh, I have a saying, if many of you have, <clears throat> have heard me say this before, that uh, it's a quote by Stephen Furtick that says that if the vision that you have for your life isn't so huge that it intimidates you, that's probably a good chance you're insulting God. Uh, you, you, you have a design. And the designer implanted your purpose in that design. And in that design is the capacity to fulfill the demand of the design. And it's not easy, it's not meant to be, but it's possible. And the one thing that I don't wanna be guilty of is leaving potential on the table because I was trying to set reachable and attainable goals. I would rather set a goal, fall short of that goal, but know I gave everything I had to reaching it. Why? Because I'm going to fail forward. Something I was taught by my mentor early in life is that, Rick, you set your goals so huge that you're rarely hitting them, but you fall forward. And when you fall forward and when you fail forward, you are gaining ground and you get up, you dust yourself off, you set another huge goal and you fail again. Eventually you fail past the goal you didn't reach initially. You're getting there at the fastest rate possible because you're setting these unbelievable and what people will consider unrealistic goals. You're not being uh, harassed and contained by expectation. And so I challenge you, set high goals, go after those goals, achieve those goals. Now, this is normally where you will get, you know, uh, success principles. Saturday is a, a, a success principle day. But I want to talk to you about something I think is immensely more important than thinking about how you're going to achieve success because it's out there. You can go get it. Something we need to be aware of. We live in a time where everything happens in real time, where we're getting our news now before news stations even have an awareness of it. We're getting the murders in real time. We're getting uh, the kidnappings in real time. We're getting all of this information in real time. You have to excuse me. My voice is about shot. It's been a long week. But we're getting all of that in real time. And other things are happening in real time as well. So we have this technology now that we have access to. Not only do we have access to it, I remember a time growing up in the inner city where we didn't have cable. We had regular TV. So the people who had cable were considered 
fortunate in our community. And, and to have cable was something special. And now we, we're so far beyond cable. Cable is like the low end of the spectrum now. And even poor people have cable. And, and, and so, you know, there's all of this advancement. And now we have this technology. I remember when you had to be wealthy to have a cell phone or a mobile phone in your vehicle. Uh, and, you know, that's how people express their status was having a phone. You know, it, it went from uh, calling from the house to having a pager. If you had a pager, you were the bomb. And then it went from that to, you know, a lot of people started having phones, but it wasn't everybody. Now, everybody has a phone. I am not shocked anymore when I see five-year-olds five year sitting at the table at a restaurant with their phone propped up, playing their games or watching their favorite show. Everybody has, and, and it's disconnected us because you look up, families aren't engaging each other anymore when we're out. You're out in public and everybody's on their device and they're doing whatever it is they do on their device. They're so they're uh, soaked up and, and immersed in what's going on on Instagram, what's going on on Twitter, what's going on Facebook, Snapchat, YouTube, Venmo, and, and Vimo, and so many more other places that we, we coast around and engage one another with this superficial attitude. But what we're missing in this is the massive impact that it's having on our babies. We're giving our babies way too much screen time and exposing them to what things that they're not prepared to do. And some of them are getting caught up. You got to understand that we still live in a world where just being black puts you at a disadvantage. Now, don't get me wrong. I am not making an excuse because we're an exceptional people. We're an extraordinary and phenomenal people. We have taken very little and did great things with it. And, and so this isn't about crying or complaining, but this is talking about the truth. There is multitude there are multitudinous mechanisms and machinations of uh of uh instruments and weapons aimed at our youth aimed at our men aimed at our women and we have to be aware of them and any time that we put ourselves in the crosshairs of a system that's designed to destroy us to to to, to uh cause the 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 the, the uh uh, ligaments that connect us to be disintegrated, we have to understand that there are repercussions and consequences. What am I getting at? I have seen over the past four to six months, numerous occasions where little black children are sexting one another. You know, a term that's been around for a while, and it's primarily been, you know, adults sending pics to one another invited or uninvited and it goes it goes it is what it is but see there's a problem there's a federal statute that says any portrait of a minor child that is in any way sexually explicit in the slightest way sexually suggestive it is considered child pornography now just solely being in possession of said picture means you are now guilty of possessing child pornography. Now, this is an easy thing to understand, an easy thing to process when it is a man or woman, adults, that have these pictures because what in the hell are you doing with it? Why are you with it? What's going on with you? We see that. It's a problem. But here's the thing where we start to say kids will be kids. It doesn't play that way, especially for us. What do, what do I mean by that? I have seen multiple occasions in the last few months where young 
black children have been charged with possession of child pornography for sexting to boyfriend, for sexting to girlfriend, or getting somebody's picture and floating it around, you know, like grown-ups do when you get the little picture of Vixen Vuvu or whoever her name is this month, and you passing it to your boys. Well, that's a man, an adult, passing a picture of a woman who's an adult and decided to take a picture that she probably shouldn't have took. But anyway, she took it, uh, being of legal age, and you pass it to another adult who is of legal age to sit up and make a decision of whether or not they want to see it. And then that is acceptable, at least on a legal standard. Now, here's the problem. When, the other, when there's a portrait of a minor, that minor does not have the right to give consent for themselves to take the picture. That's the law. And then the minor does not have the right to send a portrait of themselves with any type of sexually suggestive image or any type of image revealing any part of their body that should be covered to anyone else, regardless of whether or not everybody is the same age or not. See, there's this thing. See, you're thinking of the statute in which uh, if, if two minors are within two years of each other, they can have consensual sex and it wouldn't be considered statutory rape. That does not apply in pornography. Pornography is if you're not an adult, that should not be an image of you that's sexually suggested. Nobody can give that consent. It's not, an adult can't give a consent for a kid to do that. A kid can't give a consent for a kid to do that. And if you take it and you have a picture of yourself on a phone, or any digital device where it can be discovered, you can be charged with possession of child pornography. If you send it, you can be charged with distribution of child pornography. If you accept it. Now, here's the crazy thing. How many people have people send them stuff that they don't open, or they look at it, ignore it, really pay it no attention, and don't delete it? Here's the thing. Even if it's deleted, they can pull it. Now, here's the problem. You may not have requested that that picture be sent to you. So there's got to be some proof that you responded to it in a way that said it. So if you don't go back and say, man, don't send me this crap, probably not that nicely. But if you don't sit up and say it, then there's a problem. You have to understand the laws of how things work. What you can do in person, what you can do with someone uh, that's considered consensual in one area does not automatically apply. And because we give our children so much access to things that they are not ready, mentally mature enough to process, we expose them to things. A bunch of these babies that are disappearing are disappearing because they're meeting people on social media, on the internet, that are grooming them without them knowing they're being groomed. They think they're dealing with someone their age, they're dealing with someone much older, or they're dealing with someone who is used as bait to pull them in. And they're being kidnapped for child sex rings. They're being attacked and killed, tortured, murdered. And it's because we are not guarding the gate. We are sitting up and we think that, hey, because it's legal for them to have this device, whether it's a phone, whether it's a laptop, whether it's a tablet, it's legal for them to have it. So it's got to be good. right? We have gotten to the point that technology has made us so lazy that technology is now raising our children. In my house, we get the side eye because you get two hours a day 
when you're not at school. Obviously, when you're at school, we want you to be able to reach us. But other than that, you're at home. You get two hours a day screen time. And we're going back and we're checking everything. We get the side aisle, get the shoot. I'm, I'm this, you know, I'm 17. Well, when you grown and got your own house, you do what you want to do. But when I'm responsible for your safety and security, that's my primary, uh, that's my primary focus. My primary focus is not being cool. My primary focus is not being the fun parent. My primary focus is not being on your good side. Now, I love spending time with my kids. I love having fun. We laugh and play a lot. But at the end of the day, my responsibility is to make sure you're okay. My responsibility is to make sure you get to be home in a safe environment another day. My responsibility is not to make sure that you have fun all the time because life isn't fun. My job is to prepare you. And I don't think exposing, I don't see where it's healthy for us. I see so many people governed by social media that they can't live their lives. I see so many people that if they don't get a certain amount of likes, they day messed up. I see so many people that's so emotionally drawn in by somebody else's opinion that they can't focus on what they need to be doing. I see social media ruling our lives, uh, circumventing our personal sovereignty and controlling our decision making because we're not ready for life coming that fast. And we expect children to be able to do it. The internet is the number one killing field or hunting field for pedophiles and ephebophiles. And for those of you who are wondering what's the difference between a pedophile and an ephebophile, a pedophile is someone who has a sexual interest, an adult who has a sexual interest in a child that has not reached puberty, an underdeveloped minor. An ephebophile is someone who has a sexual interest in underage children who are post-pubescent, normally in some stage of adolescence, so normally somewhere between 13 and 14 and 19. And they're both out there. And they're using social media as a grooming ground for their activity. And what we've got to be able to understand is these children are not mentally, emotionally, or spiritually mature enough to process it. Now, let them tell the story they are. You let, and, and, who, and, and we've all been kids, but if you let the kid tell the story, we don't know what we're talking about. We're stupid. They know everything, and they got it. And then you hear one kidnapped, missing, found dead. One little girl, uh, I can't remember, if, I think it's from Georgia or something like that, kidnapped, brutally murdered, and set on fire, 15 years old. And you hear about all of these young girls coming up missing. And you've got to understand how the game is being played. But on, on, on this note specifically, what I'm looking at is just plain, basic, black and white, legal statutes that say you cannot be in possession of anything that is sexually explicit applied to a minor. No pictures, no conversation, no audio, no video. It's all considered child pornography and, it, and, and, and the charges are, are not only applicable to adults. Children can be charged with possession of child pornography. So the cute little, I'm just sending it to my boyfriend thing can get you and your boyfriend caught up. 
And we're not talking about state charges. We're talking about federal charges. And we're talking about having to be, and matter of fact, the last one that came across my desk, the young boy not only gets charged with possession of child pornography, but now he's got to register as a sex offender. You've got to understand when they're aiming something at you and you got to understand they are not going to necessarily do or use these statutes with with the level of punity towards their own as they do towards ours. And we can't sit up and argue that. What we have to do is protect ours from situations like that. What is something that is probably just something going on between kids? Kids will be kids. I was a young teenage boy. I know what it's like. But at the same point in time, if you be honest, a bunch of the stuff that we did as teenagers could get us hemmed up now because of how it will play out. But public, what happened when you snuck up with little mama house back in the day when I was growing up was pretty much between you and little mama. But now these phones got us dumb and stupid. We want to take pictures of the crime, of you doing something you don't need to be doing. And when I say crime, I'm not necessarily talking about from a legal standpoint. I'm talking about you're violating something that you were trusted not to violate. I'm pretty sure when little mama, mom, and dad left home, they wasn't expecting her to call you and tell you to come over. When your mom left and went to work, she wasn't expecting you to sneak over little mama's house. I'm talking about when we were growing up. That's, to me, that's a crime because you're violating the trust of those who are taking care of you. And we did it. But then the thing is, it stayed there and it stopped there. Now you've got to take it to the next level. You got to get out and get the adrenaline rush. You got to get the dopamine fix. You got to get all that stuff that that camera on that phone and that record on that phone makes you want to do. And now you have been labeled for life a criminal because you were exposed to something you weren't prepared to be exposed to. We have to be parents. It isn't up to social media and the iPhone and the Galaxy S whatever it is this year, uh, to babysit our children. The iPad and the laptop and it, it, the MacBook Pro and, 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 and the television and YouTube and all of these things. It's not for them to sit up and, and rear our child. We should be the ones implanting and inculcating values, interests, and principles that will serve them well into their adult lives. It's our responsibility to teach them what's right or wrong. It's our responsibility to teach them values and, 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 and to give them a sense of who they are and to establish the baseline of their character. It's our responsibility. Just throw them a phone and let them find whatever makes them happy and then you're wondering why they're not respecting you in your home. You're wondering why you're getting calls from the school with behavior that you are aware of because you are allowing a device to fill in for you. We gotta do a better job. I'm gonna leave it on that, but we have to do a better job of parenting our children and understanding what parenting means and, and, and the responsibilities associated with that role. There's a need for us to understand that. With that being said, 
going to get out of here. As I always say, live your life on full so that you die on E. That's the goal I wake up with every day. I'm going hard in the paint. I'm going to live my life on full so that when I leave this place, I die on E. I am not going to leave one ounce of my potential on the table. If it's something that can be done that day, I want it done that day. And it, it, it's not always easy because it's sometimes you just want to kind of retreat. But see, one of my most common, probably the most common statements I make when I speak is no surrender, no retreat. See, it's easy to say, but it's hard to live. But when you live it, you live with no regrets. That's what I leave you with. You guys have an unbelievable day. I'm out. Thank you.